so that remember there was the um it was like a TikTok video that showed, and I don't know if you were able to open it or not, but it was, it was like, it showed that there was a, a like water underneath the water. So it was in, it was in the Gulf coast oh, yeah. and it, and it had all those like brine, like, uh, I don't know what they were like clams or something. And then if an eel or something went into it, it would come out and just like almost die. It would get in like an electroshock. And it was like, why is there water underneath the water? And it was supposedly the, the guy who tried to get his camera to go in it like it would just bounce back up it was like too buoyant so maybe he was saying it was just like such brine or so salty that it it just didn't make any sense and that it's such an anomalous thing and i that is also in that that's also in the gulf like there's some weird stuff about the gulf they do a lot of drilling for oil in the gulf but they it's murky water um it's discouraged people kind of look at it like yeah like the Gulf on Mexico is cool, but the Gulf in the U.S. is kind of looked at as like. Well, it's like a dead zone now. That's what they call it. Yeah. Because it's been, it's been, well, I mean, all that, well, all the petroleum has really environmentally hurt the area. But anyway, are you saying there's, there's just like a lot more going on down there even now? No, I think there's, that's where there's a bunch of hidden pyramids and stuff. Like, I think that's, I think that's where New York City was hit, the New York City of the megaliths, you know? Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, then also, you know, do you think that it was a meteorite that- I think that, it was a know? nuke. Yeah, yeah. That's what I was wondering. Yeah. Like a intergalactic war or something. Yeah. Yeah. Or started even on earth. Who knows? Yeah. I mean, it, I mean, like it, it adds up with the, um, you know, multiple people talking in different ways about like Lumeria and Atlantis having a, a, a battle with each other. Uh, yeah. There's, there's a couple of, uh, there's some other place in Pakistan um, that shows evidence of an ancient nuclear war. I think there was, I, part of me wonders if, yeah, if there wasn't huge nu nuclear wars in the past. Yeah, like within within Earth, so not coming from yeah. outside of Earth. Yeah. yeah, like I think within within advanced people right. that lived here at some right. point. Like that's what probably may, that could have been possibly what happened. That could have the changed conflict. the geology so much during that point. Yeah. yeah. The, the other thing, because I always the Young Adrias period lasts from two thousand five hundred to. Uh, 11,600 years ago so it's what is that like a 900 or is that an 1100 whatever it's it's like a thousand year period okay and there's like they claim there's like multiple um meteorites that struck this and that during that thousand year period but that doesn't make sense to me one giant meteorite okay but why why would you have earth earth changing geologically changing meteorites that clustered in a thousand year period because they don't claim that they all happen at once and um, i think you would much more be likely to convince me that there was a thousand year war yeah then yeah it's a pretty long war though but anyway it would it's we've had we've had a, we've had long wars in the past long wars yeah and maybe and also, they were longer lived yeah well i always I don't know. So what, what time frame was that? Because. Okay. What, so like, apparently it was, this is like BC, right? Or so this is, it's supposed to, the younger Dryas is supposed to be 12,500 years ago to 11,600 years ago. Like oh, okay. that was the period in which there was. And. So that may have been the great, that, that may have been when the great flood happened. I think it was when the great flood happened. Yes. Yeah, yeah. But it was also, there was, there's, in the U.S. and I don't know where else all you can find this, but like one of the there's a younger there's a thick black strata line that that can be found geologically when you're digging, and it's you know I talked about this with my friend Jindeo, who's an archaeologist, and she was just saying that it's you know it's like thick, it's greasy, and it's like you had to be something severely burning for a long time. It wasn't just like a you know you put out this the fire and it was there. No, it go, it's like something scorched the earth. And so, I mean, a lot of people postulate that, okay, it's a meteorite or it's a comet or whatever. Um, but I'm kind of going, no, it's way darker than that. It had to be, to be as prevalent 
and to be as uh, evenly burned everywhere. Like, it's not like it's just like, oh, just like right around where this comet would have struck. It, it's, you know, it's like a Mount St. Helens kind of thing, but like on a million lines of crack. So that's kind of like what had to happen to create that thick of a black line that, that, that's in the geological record. So there was- Well, a, it kind of makes sense that if that did happen, then that would certainly push up like a lot of water and push down um, earth or land masses. Who knows what that- Maybe it was a super volcano too. Like maybe you could have had a, a comet strike and then you had the super volcano blow, like Yellowstone could have blown or something, you know? Yeah. Well, that's true, but I feel like geologically, don't you think there would be some other clear evidence but that that happened or no? Well, yeah, there's there really is that we don't even talk about like, okay, there's this place that I just learned about and it's called Kilmer, uh, K-E-M-M-E-R. -E it's where J.C. Penney started. It's this little town in Wyoming and they have all this called lithographic uh, limestone or something and it's, they used to make lithograph paper or, or whatever stones for copying and stuff at printing presses out of this kind of stone it's like a it's a it's like a shell where it um you you can like whack it with a hammer and it breaks almost looks look like breaks almost like paper breaks in sheets and right. there's an entire lake that was covered and ev there's there's they've found horses they found weird monkeys that don't exist anymore they found stingrays They've found um, all kinds of fishes you can get there. You can find jellyfishes, stuff that's like very bizarrely, to in my mind's eye, saltwater aquatic animals, um, huge palm tree, all this stuff. Anyway, you can go there and you can look, they, you can do fishing out there, which is you're fishing for fossils. And you're a hundred and, and you can go for one day and you're guaranteed, they say to at least find 60 fish in one day. And then if you find, if you find a, like the Smithsonian owns all the other plateaus that this is at, very convenient that the Smithsonian breaks into all this. Um, I just very, I just learned about this through my geology club. It's, it wasn't something I had heard about before, but yeah, like there is a, like, and then when you talk to the people at the geology club, they're like, oh, it just like settled, like the sediments would have settled over millions and millions of years. And like, that's how this happened. I'm like, no fish get eaten they don't just like get perfectly preserved they don't float to the bottom of the the lake and then their entire skeletal system and everything is just 100 percent preserved but that's not how that's not how the ecosystem of lakes or oceans or anything works like you know like like, right. the, like dead bodies get eaten yeah. by stuff so like it had right. to, exactly. had to have been a disaster it was you fossilized know? right it was For fossilized reason. instantly perfectly preserved and in fact probably half of these half the people in the country probably have a little tiny fish fossil from this place and don't even know that that's what they're looking at but i think that that would have been something that would have been maybe a super volcano going off and then all the sediment going and killing everything and like having giant mudslides and you know because like one of the guys was arguing that no it would have had to have been like there would have been massive like mudslides that would have gone into the lake so that's how it would have like taken horses or you know it just could have been really heavy snowfall from the year before I'm like horses are not that stupid that they're gonna um not be able to you know that they're gonna get in line with that on more and there's like been three or four horses in this one place that have been found so it's the, I don't know anyway there's a lot of inconsistencies with all this but to me it just strikes me of okay some kind of catastrophic instant event and mm -hmm. I, I don't know and I and I feel like I do ascribe to natural disasters yes but this is it's far more reaching than just one little area mm -hmm. so you think that maybe multiple wars were happening or yeah. one more multiple years and with the technology well I mean there's a lot but, there's a lot of and, the, and the, also the time frame is like you know I'm, yeah it could have well, all happened in one year. I don't know. It's so hard to tell the time frames. The time frames will always get us confused, I think. But anyway, if it was the same time as the fall of Atlantis, there was a lot of literature that says the Atlantis, Atlantis fell because of the because of its technology and its misuse of technology based on these wars that were going on. So that would be consistent with that 
theory anyway. Yeah, I think um, it's interesting in that book of Thoth that like it was it said, said something about how when Atlantis fell, like they were they were still they had enough time to get their their things. It wasn't. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, some people did. Some people did. I don't think. It, yeah, maybe not everybody, but not everybody. And then you know, then was that the same book that said some people went below the water, some people went like um, below the earth, and then I guess some people actually were able to stay. Is that the story? Well, some people migrated. I don't to, remember. Well, some people, people migrated not, to. I mean, some Egypt. people just perished yeah and most people just sunk with the underneath the water but yeah i don't know i have to finish the book but then also it's it's interesting because i i recently got into this um um this irish like legend of the tuatha de danon which are a group of fae so fairy people but they were like humans uh, they didn't have wings and they were big like humans but they have long life and they live and i think like from my understanding they're associated with or they can be associated with um uh the uh, high brazil high brazil is like a, a island that is potentially only be able to be seen off of certain coasts of Ireland, like once every four years, like on a leap year or at maybe a certain time of year. I'm not exactly sure what the, what the thing is. Um, but I, I, I've heard that they could be associated with living there. And then also the Tuatha de Danon are, there's a bunch of legend about how they actually um, went underground, live underground. And then they did take wives with humans and, um, so there's some there's some crazy like legends about that and i think that's where a lot of the leprechaun stuff comes in too so there's there's a lot of weird stuff that you kind of go where does myth like how come yeah, it's like i would know? love to get that compiled information of like myths and and um um creation stories from around the world and different cultures and just get get to the common denominators about of all of them right yeah what's all of them because the, the great flood is obviously one that's in many of them so something happened there for sure yeah that's true but but other than that i'm not really sure i mean some people there there's like you know legends of people coming out of the ground front were from uh, from tree roots from inside the earth coming to make people they're they're of course native americans with star people coming down so like there's lots of creation stories or there is a lot of creation worlds story. there's also like the fifth world the fifth sun what does that mean does that actually mean a, a, an actual change of suns with our star or does that mean that there was a rise and a fall of a civilization or something like atlantis and everything fell and i but, and i think that like the changing of the sun isn't as crazy as as, as you might think considering think that, that like yeah. like look at the dinosaurs dinosaurs had to live in a completely different air quality than we live in they had to live in a completely different something allowed their plants well, to be huge 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 and their bodies going on huge. right now there's stuff going on right now that i that I, there are people who think that the sun has been replaced by another temporary sun because something happens to our original sun that's why the sun looks different now than it does than it has in the past like the sun is doing weird things and the skies are doing weird things. And there's like people who think that that's because there's actually like a false sun there or- a Well, that Starfire tour lady that um, uh, had the Time Chronicle people on my, on my podcast and they did um, this thing about, um, she looks at the Soho, uh, which is like the, like she looks at images of the sun and it takes a picture every 12 minutes of the sun. And she'll look at like weird anomalies like, like one of the ones she she showcased was it was um, the exact same coronal mass ejection they put up uh, on like like 24 hours later but they're identical like you can mirror them so it takes a picture every 12 minutes and then so like one it would be like it would have a coronal mass ejection and then the next one 12 minutes later would just be just fine like nothing happened and these coronal mass ejections are like bigger like you know i don't know how many times bigger than the earth itself but they're these huge giant things that don't go away in 12 minutes you know 
and then she also showed like the, the one another one i think in february if i'm not mistaken uh there was a beam of like a just like a big giant beam of maybe light or something i don't know a plasma beam that was 100 straight coming out of the sun and and it would have been over uh, over however many millions of like seven million miles long or something like that which why would there be a hundred percent straight seven million mile beam like there it it it, there was something something is going on with our sun yeah something's going on with the sun i think so too yeah and also our moon for that matter it's just our whole thing maybe we're in assimilation (laughs) yeah I, yeah sometimes i do think like what true, was, like i said i said maybe we're in assimilation we're like in the truman show and they're yeah. like truman you're afraid of water don't right. go in the ocean right exactly exactly oh my gosh it's a scary thought but well and it could be happening at a solar system level where this is right. not just happening with earth so you we really would have no idea yeah, and we wouldn't be able to get out of it to figure it out. How would we know? Ugh, but then that makes me go back to the whole like, are we in a prisoner planet? <laughs> in the prisoner planet. I know, of course. There's always that question. We'll never really know that. I don't know. Maybe we will. Maybe we will get that answer. Ah, uh, I don't know. But this time, you know, I, you know, I'm always like, I don't want to forget. Like this time, I'm like, I don't know. Maybe I will forget. But. I feel like we're all getting closer to not forgetting. We're definitely closer to not forgetting than we ever have been that I can remember, that even though I can't remember. That, that, that's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's what I intuitively feel, that I do. I yeah. feel like we're getting closer to remembering than we have before. And I do have like this, like, you know, this hope that like, we're going to have some amazing knowledge put on us before we die. I feel like I don't think, I don't think there is an end to knowledge. I don't think there ever is like, oh, we know it all. And that's that. Um, Impossible. Even though I, like, like, I think maybe it was in the Emerald Tablet where it talked about these, the seven, basically gods. I don't know what they are, but they, 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 they come from infinity. Seven gods in in the Hall of Amante. Yeah, in the Hall of Amante, but they come from, like and like I guess Thoth asked them like where they came from or where they lived and they said we come from where infinity ends and I was just like I don't know if I like what do you mean infinity ends like what does that mean and like um and and it said like yes even infinity has an end and I thought whoa that's hmm. and the plot thickens Yeah, so it's it's like they asked Elon Musk, it's like what would you what would you ask um uh God or I don't remember what and he was just like or what would you ask an alien or what would you ask I can't remember what they asked him, but he he basically said what's outside of the simulation. Mm-hmm. And like that's that's what he would ask. I don't know if it was a higher being, a god, or an alien, or something. But like somebody, something that would have the the knowledge to that. He like that was the, the question he would ask. Would be like, what's outside of the simulation? And I kind of thought about that myself. And I'm like, because even yeah. if you if you think about whatever the universe is or isn't, and if we're as above, so below, right? Even if we're like this ginormous, endless universe, um, well, what's the as above, so below for that? Well, that's that that I think those are ongoing questions we'll never be able to really figure out for sure. But I, I and I always think like what? Okay, so we have these infinite potentials and infinite parallel timelines or infinite timelines, not parallel. But so, what does that really? What does that even really mean? Okay, maybe that's within our system. But we've talked about this before. Like, can you ever get out of the whole thing? How do you just ever get out of? this if we're all we're all one we can never really get beyond that remember i i was i my last um mushroom trip that i did in december which i didn't intend to have an ego death but i did anyway and it was a uh, uh i i kept on going through these weird fractals of 
really, really holding on to my human and really, really holding on to like, I was like, I don't want to lose being a human again. And then I would have, and I kept on having to remind myself um, there, but there's time. And I kept on saying to myself, there's time because the earth goes around the sun and there's the moon. And like, I was like trying to convince myself that these things were true. And then like, there would be like this face that would almost like kind of smile and laugh at me and just be like, just let go, just let go. And I was like, I can't let go of these things being true. And it was like, just let go of them. You've, you've let go of them before, just let go of them. And I would be like, oh, it's so uncomfortable to let go. And then I would let go of it. And then I was in this other thing that wasn't what this is. And it was almost, it was just, yeah, it was almost like I was like, you know how I told you it looked, it looked very like MC Escher um, fractal with like, kind of like had some like Indian figurines, like connecting and stuff. And like, there was um, like, it was very, it was like hyper 2d in some ways. Like it was, it, it wasn't, it wasn't the same kind of way that 3d looks. So it's hard to explain, but it was more than 2d. And, and then anyway, I remember like, I was, I was like, I, I was kind of like, I, 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 I realized that I wanted to find the 3d again. So like, I, 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 I like broke through whatever this patterning was and grabbed the earth again. And then I, I remember thinking to myself, okay, hold on to it. What is time? What is time? What is it? Okay. Cause like the sun is real. I'm I, what, and what else is there? There's the moon. What are, what are things that are real? Where is the sun and the moon? And I'm like, but these really aren't real. <laughs> it was a very weird, like trippy trip, which was like, um, uh, crazy to have, but it did make me come back kind of going like, huh, I don't know that I want to try to escape while I'm in here because I do realize that it is a gift while we are in this experience. And it is very calm to be, it's, even though you don't feel like it's calm, it's calm to be in one brain at one time is very, it's very, that's a very well, calm yeah. Right. Because in a sense you were out of your mind and that's a, well, it's very uncomfortable and it's, and yeah. it could be scary and you don't know what's real and what's not. And yeah, that's, that's why it's, it's, it's out of comfort zone for sure, because we have no idea, but in a sense, you, I mean, you were losing your ego, right? It was the whole ego death. And it was also, you were, you were, I, I was thinking of Joe Dispenza as like, you know, you're nothing, you know, like you just keep going out until you're nothing. So you were, you were going out, like nothing was anything. There was the, the moon and the sun, like all of that really was nothing. And but at the same time, I, I mean, for me, nothing almost feels just like pitch black silence. Um, and there was not that at all there. It, it was everything. It was so chaotic and so full of stuff yeah. that it's hard to, but at the same time, I didn't have a concept of identity. I didn't. Right. Well, why are those things like the blackness and that kind of thing? Like, why does that have to be different than what you're just describing? Like, can't those be the same thing? You know, like it is the same thing, really. It's yeah. not blackness. I guess nothing and everything are the same, right? The alpha and the omega come together and they're the same. Well, I don't know. you remember how, I think we've talked about this before, how when you, when you like are in, in, in your bed at night, I used to do it a lot when I was a kid and like you'll press on your eyes and it's, and then it's almost like a kaleidoscope of all kinds of weird yeah. little fractally stuff happens. Like sometimes I wonder, I mean, and I know that that's like, okay, that's just your optic nerve, like whatever doing something. But um, I, I don't know the, the fragmentation of, of thought when you really dig down into it in a visual level is um it's it's well yeah we're never going to figure it out it's super confusing but i also i'm i'm getting less scared of that the older i am i was scared of that when i was little like the vastness what, like, oh, like, yeah. like like not just the not knowing but also i was scared like of going too deep into the fractalization of things yeah well, getting lost there and getting stuck yeah, there maybe or? getting lost there and not being able to come back to this reality. Yeah, 
Well, that's good. That's good that you're lost that fear because it, I mean, for me, it's still kind of not like super fearful, but something that it's just like, whoa, I can get out of my mind. Like I could go crazy. And then what if I can't get back? This, the thing we were just saying about the fractals, this wasn't a fractal, but you know, how does this happen to you? Like when, um, like today I was uh, in the ocean and I was floating and I just had my eyes closed and I was like looking up because you could, you know, you could see light through your eyelids, but I could just see patterns. Yeah. And patterns start forming and mostly they're, they're pretty much just like geometric, um, like the, like the, what's it called flower, like the flower of life type of patterns mostly, but it's just weird that I feel like those are the things all of them I could see. And, and it's different than the fractals that I could see when I'm lying in bed. Like right now I can actually see pixels, pixels, not fractals. I can see pixels right now. I've always been able to see pixels. I think everyone can see pixels. Pixels, I just assume that that's what I could see. It's not like a huge, but I can see like pixels. <laughs> but like, I guess like I can it. see, like, I can see pixels like in, if I like completely let my eyes go lazy and I look at, and I focus on the peripheral. If I just look into space between the wall and where I am, I can see like, I don't know, energy, pixels. I don't know exactly what it is, but I can yeah, see something. Okay. I think when I look at when I look at whiteness, I can kind of do that. I can I can see that when I look at it has to be like a solid color for me. I, I lose it when I look at um, solid shapes or like multi-dimensional shapes. Like if I'm looking at something solid, I can see it. Like if I'm looking at the door, um, or but like you can't like, look at don't look at anything solid. Yeah, you have to look at the space between the solids or what we think are solids. But anyway, the most solid thing around, you look, you just look into the air pretty much. I remember, I mean, yeah. I, I, I remember yeah, asking my little brother my talks that. about that. He, and, and, I, and I do think, I, I do feel like I, I, feel, I, see, I, see, I see it, I do, I do. I don't know how prevalent it is. I do see, I do Well, see I mean, when I, when I just like choose to focus on it, I can see it. I've always been able to see it. Like, I remember asking my dad that. And he was like, oh, it's just the little floaters behind your eye. When I was a kid, he was putting me to bed and I could see it, especially at nighttime when it was dark. And, no. and he was I, like, he's like, no, those are just, you know, those are just like little floater things. Every, you could see them behind okay. your eye, yeah. So I if like, I had to describe that. it, it would be like, if you, you know when you turn your, your TV to snow, are we turn yeah. your TV to a channel that's not really a channel and there's all that like, that like chaotic little snow stuff? it's like a finer, a more even, like, it's like, it's like more tightly meshed and thinner, finer, um, exampling of that. That's just finally in the air. That's kind of like what I could see. Is that at all what you, you yeah. experienced? Yeah, that's, that's a good description of it. That's pretty much what it is. Yeah. 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 And I mean, within, so I within like that, I could see the little floaters that are on my eyes, but I can distinguish that those are floaters that are on my eyes. Yeah, me too. I can sometimes see yeah. floaters. I think floaters come with age. But then, yeah, exactly. But then after a while, you just are like, oh, wait, that's obviously not that. But now I can see, I mean, I'm just looking at the energy. I always called it like after that, I just was like, oh, it's just the energy. I can see it's not really an aura. See, but when I do it Maybe with the sun, when I close my eyes and look at the sun, I always think, I, I mean, I'm seeing orange and I always feel like I'm kind of seeing like the tone of my eyelid maybe. And then, um, and then I also like when I, I, I do end up seeing like more, you know, I always have like the, the burned mark of what I had just looked at the sun before I would close my eyes. And then you also, I, I do feel like, you know, but one, my left eye, I always see a blue spiral like in the bottom when I close oh, my yeah, left yeah. eye. Um, so yeah, you said that before. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know what that's about. Like I, I don't, I didn't see it just now, but I probably see it at least a couple of times a day. Not, at, not every time I close my eyes, but yeah, I see it daily. Um, oh, I could just see like a geometric pattern because like today when I, I wasn't looking right at the sun, I just had my eyes closed and I was looking to the sky, but there was still a lot of light and the sun was, was still like pretty far in the West because it was setting. But anyway, I was just floating and I could just be like, oh yeah, I could see these geometric patterns and they were like vibrating. They're just like vibrating. Highly <laughs> defined or not? 
they're vibrating and changing like you would see a mandala. It was like a mandala in my eye, like in my eyes, I could just see it like a, like the flower of light. If I focus on it, I could actually, if I think about them, I could change them with my thoughts, but I can see it. Uh-huh. Okay. Now, I definitely have that experience with uh, when I'm closing my eyes at night. I feel like, like, I feel like the kaleidoscope is always changing and I can, I can change it more with my mind. And I even can like change the, the primal color that I'm going to be seeing. It takes a minute. It can't just get from like blue to yellow. I have to like go through the green process, but I, I can shift it to there. Hmm. I've never okay, tried to change colors. What do you think is happening with, so you think that's electricity? Are we seeing electricity? Like, what do you think the space, like we're seeing space, but what we're do you? Space. Well, I don't, it's empty. It's, it's ether, it's electricity. I don't know what it is, but I think it's those two things, whatever ether would be defined as, but that mm -hmm. like ether and electricity. Yeah. And that's where all the stuff happens. Like if you, that's where you can create things. And that's where like, there's actually a lot of light life there. If we had, if we had better vision than humans have, we might be able to see more. If we had different vision, like an mm -hmm. animal, we would be able to see more, um, you know, like, uh, yeah, like called? more of the, uh, RBF like frequency, like more of the visual light spectrum. Well, that too, but also just more like frames per second. Oh, yeah. Although uh, there is that concept of the frames per second being associated with um, your life expectancy. So like humans see uh, 24 frames per second, but if you make it to where uh, there's 36 frames per second, it's so much information that we it that's what they do to make a 3d movie 3d is they put 30 36 frames per second in and then so we we have like an overload of information so it makes everything look like it's popping out but then um like they would i've i've i don't know if this is true or if they've done studies or if i think they should do studies and this is my hypothesis or like i'm not sure but basically i think that i've heard though i don't know it's true that like say for instance like a fruit fly might which only lives three days might see like you know a million frames per second whereas something like a sea turtle that can be like 150 easy sees like you know eight frames per second and maybe that is why a fruit fly is like ah! it's like so like crazy like fast everything's like this it just like burns up fast and dies even though probably it's perception it was still lived a full life and then with the sea turtle it's like it only moves it moves so slow because it only does see eight frames per second yeah well that would be good to know if we can actually prove that scientifically because that would be interesting what would be it what would be valuable about that i feel like is is like what if we could tweak perhaps during sleep time or something we could tweak it to where you're seeing like one frame or you know whatever one frame every every thousand seconds to where your perception of time went by so slow that after you woke up you would um you could get like, you could almost extend your life by a third because what if our life expectancy in, in telling our cells to, to shed their telomeres or whatever is actually from our own perception? Right. Well, yeah, I think that that, that could be true because that's another thing, our perception. Our perception is what creates our reality, right? So people have totally different perceptions and therefore different realities, we don't know. I guess we do it like as a species, right? As a species, we probably have a certain type of reality, but in addition to that as individual. Yeah, because everything is in our mind, really. We create every, everything that is, is created in our mind. But that's, that's why, do you ever, I mean, it's, sometimes I do wonder, like, is this all? puppets for somebody else? Yeah, if, either, either that or it's like, um, you know, it's kind of like, wake up, Alice, wake up. You know, I sometimes right. I, I wonder if uh, this is all just, it, this could all just be a dream. And like, I, I wonder, I'll, sometimes I'll say to myself, like, first of all, I think that uh, the 
a master source electricity is experiencing itself through all of us. So I will say like, what is it that you wanted to experience exactly with this exactly? Because uh, I'm personally, as this individual expression of you, not finding this thing so fun. So what is it that you wanted out of this? And then, uh, which is weird, because like you're talking to yourself for, for through, but you're talking to something else within yourself. But what I do, what I, my point is, is that um, I feel like maybe, maybe this is all a way to get, uh, I don't, I don't know. I like maybe once we figure out the goal, we'll just wake up or, or maybe like we're, we're all in all these different stages until something is learned or something is experienced or something is expressed but maybe there is no goal and it's all just about experience at this time. So I don't know, but sometimes I do think this could all be in my head, like existing. I think all of, all of D like, or C, all of which, all of the above are true. I think that that is everything that you said is true. And none of them, none of them really um, like contradict the other. They're all, yeah, you can have, this ex this experience and and once every once you wake up like that's it like that's the goal or maybe nothing's the goal or that where it's all a big dream like it's all it's all of those things are true for me now i just decided well i don't know i'm just here like yeah trying to be well, trying to trying to I, I mean i do i think about that whole feedback loop especially when i'm like okay when i tell sabino like you like everyone's just having their experience it's not you know, no one's better than anybody else. No one's worse than anybody else. Like we're just having our experience and we're contributing to life because of it. So that's what we're doing. Yeah. It doesn't have to contradict. Yeah, you're right. It doesn't have to contradict. It is, it is an interesting because that's the other thing I, I, that, that's the other thing that like was, I was hearing myself tell myself during mushrooms this last time was that like, um, basically like it's all within me, like the whole, like everything's within me, this world, but then there's other use to contend with. Mm -hmm. Like it's really the flower of life is a beautiful expression visually of what's really going on within the thread of our, of our energetic existence, because it's like, yeah, you are the center of your point. You are the center of your universe, but you're, you're, the peripheral of your universe is touching other galaxies. And so there's everybody else that you're touching is, is their own universe. And so mm -hmm. it's, um, yeah, it's just kind of, you still have to contend with other use all around. Yeah. Other yeah, people. And it's all, right. Other use and all, I, when you first said that, I thought of, I thought of other use on other Demen in other dimensions like that's what I was thinking mm -hmm. but you meant like other use meaning other souls well or... I think I guess maybe other use meaning that you and I and everybody in existence all have this existence we all have this electricity we all have this consciousness that um is getting feedback loops sent to it so we're all different expressions of it but we're all part of one thing we're all one part of the whole so, right. so so basically it's like i mean you know you're no you're no better than your weakest link in a lot of ways because you can hate your neighbor but you're hating yourself in a lot of ways because that whatever whoever that person is is still part of the 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 all Right. Exactly. So, you know, it's like not, it's so you're kind of biting your nose off in spite of your face by right. being, you know. So, anyway, so that's what I kind of mean by you still have to contend with other yous. And if you just look at them as other aspects of you, I feel exactly. like we would all be much better off. Yeah. Yeah. It, that, that actually helps me because, like, I have a tendency to, um, be a bitch and, like, you know, bitch about people a lot. Um, and I, I've gotten better in age by just kind of going like, uh, yeah, well, that person is still me or, or that person is still like, we have, we have uh, mutual goals in terms of, you know, I don't like, we, we belong to the same being we belong. We're, 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 we're both fleas on the same dog. We don't want the dog to die or whatever it is. Like we are like, we're, we're part of the same system. And I, and I want right. the system to, um, 
I want the system to be in the love vibration and have like a higher, I want it to be feeling way good. I don't want it to be feeling badly. So yeah. I, like, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what you're here to do then, you know, help the people help like be in, be in love, you know, and be, and help share that with others somehow, whatever that means to you. Yeah. I guess everyone. Yeah. I mean, you know, there's a whole lot of things that like, oh, you were meant to be here right now. You know, like you were chosen to be here right now, this whole big transition to the age of Aquarius or whatever. Um, I, I feel like, okay, yeah, like that's a nice story. And I, I, there's part of me that believes it or wants to believe it because you want to feel special, like you were brought here now and like you can do, you're somehow of service. But then, and there's a part of me that probably doesn't believe it. But then like the part of me that wants to believe it and does believe it thinks that's right. You know, like I am here doing that and I'm just gonna keep sending out my love because that's all I wanted to, that's what I came here to do. So now that I've realized that that's what I've come here to do, that means that I constantly have to give out love to myself and work on myself and, you know, figure out what that means. And like, it's, 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 it's like just learning about yourself and, for me and then also like checking in all the time and also thinking about my own it's like meta meta thinking it's it's mm -hmm. it's like thinking and then meta thinking it's endless but yeah but i think say, about okay that. well as soon as you yeah yeah like in what way no but in, in the terms of like whether like the, um choose something starcy twin said to me but it was like this whole thing of well even if this is an ascension or if the, if we are like trying to um, bring in the age of Aquarius or whatever it is we're trying to do here, or we're star seeds or we're, or we're bringing in light or we're light workers or grid workers, whatever it is that is, it could be true. And then somewhere and then not, or whatever. I think we're evolving for forever. I don't think there's a stopping point. It's like we ascend and then we're done. Yay. We won the prize. Right. And then we go home and that's it. It's over. No, I, I, that's why I feel like we can't wait for, I think, you know, a lot of being human has for me so far been like, oh, th things are going to be great when this happens, when this person wins, when this, when, when I, when I finish this complete, this one task, when this thing happens for me, when this happens, but then you get to there and then there's another goal and there's another thing and another thing happens. And so it's just kind of, I feel like it's obviously probably as above, so below. So it's got to be like that with everything. So yeah. So yay. Yay. We're so happy. We ascend from the 3d consciousness to the 5d consciousness but then guess what there's a 60 or a 70 or an eight like there's i feel like there's always going to be there's 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 no stopping point i don't feel yeah like. yeah exactly so i don't know why we focus so much on being somewhere else besides here when it's it you know well that's an excellent point it's just like we'll just enjoy the ride because you like you said it's it's really a gift to be here right now it's a gift to to be, especially to be aware of that you're here right now, not only to be here and like, that's a gift in itself, but also the gift of being like, well, I'm sitting here thinking about this stuff. That in itself is a gift because you're just like, not everybody thinks like that. Okay, so you don't have to compare yourself, but just thinking like, okay, wow, I'm, I'm thinking about this. I don't know, to me, that's a huge gift because you can see the synchronicities in your life or just think how things have changed in your life from when you didn't think like that. And you're like, wow, how much different do I think now than I did 10 years ago or, or 15, 20 years ago? Like you just are blown away how much you've, you've evolved, hopefully at some level. You're like, wow, I've, I've evolved. I'm not the same person that I was before. No, for sure. I, yeah. I think one thing I've noticed, um, is that like, I actually like myself, like, and when I'm alone with myself, I, 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 we laugh, <laughs> like I, I like myself. I, I, I have, I have, um, ultimately I'm glad I am who I am. And I, I don't, I don't think I felt like that in middle school, man, I couldn't pay me enough money in the world. There was not enough money in the world to make me go back to being in puberty in the seventh grade. That was just, just, you know, I didn't yeah. know what the boobs were, the acne, everything was just crazy. And sometimes I think about like when I, when I look at a lot of people's root problems, I feel like it, 
a lot of it is that they don't like themselves. I, that's what I notice. I notice that there, yeah. a lot of people don't, a lot of my friends don't seem to really like themselves. Um, yeah. And I feel like, I don't know how you get to that point where you like yourself. I don't know, even know when that happened for me, but I, I definitely think if you don't like yourself, that's what you should be working on because there's no reason not to like yourself you are who you're with all the time you know? right exactly yeah well I mean you know it's little things like you you say mean things to yourself sometimes and you're worse on yourself than you are on other people you know like it's just like oh why aren't I like this or I'm not enough like this or blah 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 and it's uh so those things are constant in battles until you just decide well i love myself in any form i mean yeah i want to make myself better sure but like i still love myself now and i still love myself in the process so yeah yeah like, i uh i do it's think tough for people to, to it is it really is and i think your self-speak your self-talk is one of the most important i i actually I think Tim Ferriss was the first person who like pointed that out in a way in which that really stuck to me, but it was um, set, like, don't ever say anything to yourself internally in your head that you wouldn't say to your best friend. Like if you wouldn't say, Oh, like you, you look like such a fat blah, blah, like, like if you wouldn't use those slurring of insults in that sequence to your best friend, then don't say it to yourself. I mean, and I, and I, like, if you, if like, let's say your, your best friend was, um, did gain a lot of weight or something, you would say, oh, we need to go running or like something like that. You would never criticize the way we criticize ourselves. Like, that's just one example, but it could be over, over uh, basically anything. You need to speak to yourself the way you would speak to somebody you love. Right. And that once that happens, once you get in the pattern of doing that, and it's fine if you, if you mess up here and there, you mess up, you mess up, you start again, you speak to yourself like someone you love, like, how do you speak to someone you love? And then eventually you build that pattern system within yourself. And then you, before you know it, you don't think the way you used to think. Right. Yeah, it's true. It take, it does. Yeah. That's how you evolve over time out of it it's true and i've, I've yeah. personally had that experience it was like oh okay yeah because I, I mean I, today i was sitting here thinking about like if i if i were to change things about myself what would they be and i was like yeah there maybe i would change this or change that but but not even i mean i wouldn't it's just like all right well i am who i am and yeah there's things i guess that i could do better at or somehow get better but I still like I still was like even though and I, I was like I, and I love you and I, and I said that to myself and I'm like it's okay that I think that and I and I still love you for wanting to make those changes that not like you know perfectionist according to what my mind eye has but like I still I still love you even though you still think like that like it's okay <laughs> like right. like I'm just being forgiving of myself for that I think that's a huge thing and it makes it, yeah, if you, if people love themselves, it, the world would definitely be a better place for sure. There's no, there's no doubt. Like, oh yeah, everything 100%. starts from within. Like if you can't, if you can't get peace from within, starting from within, how are you going to be peaceful with others? It's just, it has to, everything has to start. Yeah. From within. And you, you just give yourself compassion, just all the compassion in the world, just because I mean, like there's that's the other thing is like if you're if you're saying to yourself oh I don't have x y I don't have these material goals or I don't have these benchmarks of what I should have at this point in time in society or whatever it is you're saying to your internal self by you beating yourself up doesn't make it so so it just makes you feel bad in the process so it actually right. it actually in, in a lot of times that hinders people from progressing forward and forgetting like in living a prosperous happy healthy wonderful life because they are you know they're they're putting that barrier on their own self they're putting their own right. blocks because you're you're living in a ball of uh, chaotic hate instead of being just compassionate 
chill with yourself. Like, it's okay if you didn't get what you said you were going to get done, do it the next, like, it's okay. Start again. It's okay. Start again, you know? Exactly. Yeah. And you're just giving, again, it's the feedback loop too. We're just giving our experience to the universe. So it doesn't, it doesn't really matter. Like nothing else matters. So if you could just remember to go, go, go back to that too. That's helpful. Like, at least it was for me like, Oh, right. I don't have like the other today I was thinking, okay, this is my goal and this is what I want. And then I was like, why is it that I want that again? Oh, and then I started to think about the reasons why I wanted that. And then I was thinking, was that really something that I wanted? And then, um, and then I, I, like, as I was thinking about that, I'm like, oh, how about just, it's okay, wherever I am right now, that's enough. That's fine. I don't, you know, and it, as soon as I realized that I caught myself in the process of doing that, like before I think I would go back to it, but now I'm just like, oh, I'm good. I'm good. I live an excellent life. Like I'm just ha- like, I just, you choose mm-hmm. to be happy. You, you choose to be happy and you have to be the one that chooses it. But you're right about thinking about our, our thoughts, watching our thoughts is huge. Our thoughts are things. Thoughts are, are the building blocks and thoughts are things. So, you know, we're sending out the signal to the, to the, to the world. So watch how you use it. Yeah. Send good stuff. Very important. <laughs> watch your thoughts. Yeah, watch your own thoughts. Like huge, huge thing. Yeah, that is. I I do think yeah. that's really important. I have I have I have taken to that whole like, why do I want this? Why do I need this? Because, you know, I also I start thinking about, look, dude, we die, and we I I I cleaned out my grandparents' house whenever they died. They had so much. We had to get like a giant dumpster. I mean, they had so many like you know, VCRs, like videotapes of stuff from, I don't know, like the eight, early eight. I don't know. It was just, there were like just horrible lawn chairs that should have been thrown out like 10 years before that. And just, yeah, I mean, just stuff that you're, I don't even know what, like, but I think to myself sometimes, Ooh, why am I buying this? Like, why, why do I need we have such a consumption um, society. So sometimes yeah. I also sometimes think to myself, like, why do I need this exact? Like, do I really need this? Do I really want this? And why do I want this? And do I want this because like, why? I need to really examine the why first. And if it, and if it passes all that and I still want it, I'll get it. Right, exactly. That's a great way to look at it. Yeah, we could do that with anything too. Like, why do I want to eat this? You know, like, what is it? Is it just something that's, a temporary fix feeling yeah a temporary fix exactly yeah it's it's tough